0: I'm going to tell you some shit that you need to hear. So before we start, the most important thing, obviously, regarding anything you do in your life is your mindset. And that's the first lesson about this. It's the gene mindset. So it's a gene mindset. We're going to learn something about ourselves. We're going to learn something about how you, how you view the world. Because in reality, how you view the world absolutely and utterly shapes how you react to the world, how you act in the world, how people view you. It's all down to how you view things. There's very few things in this life we actually have any control over. So, when I talk about G-mindset, G-mindset is absolutely and utterly the most important thing. This is actually quite funny. Uh, A girl I was dating once, she said to me, you know, you remind me of RuPaul, and RuPaul is a famous fucking drag queen, so it's not very great. I was like, why? She goes, because he has a saying, he said, I always knew I was famous. I had to wait for the rest of the world to catch up. And she goes, you have the same mindset. And she said this to me before I had nothing, because I told everyone, I'm going to be world champion. Years before I even had a British title, before I even had an English title, I just started fighting. I was like, oh, I'm the next world champion. Yeah, yeah, I just started saying it, but I said it with genuine conviction. I knew I would be the best. I genuinely knew I would be the best. You have to understand that this world, everyone constantly tells you, do not be arrogant. Do not have an ego. When I had my Twitter, I I put my ego into overdrive because I found it entertaining. But people will constantly tell you to, to not talk in a way which is full of conviction. They, people do not like you to have, be arrogant and have an ego. This is the worst thing ever. Let me tell you the fact, the number one facet of the G mindset. Your life is never gonna be worse if you walk through the world believing you are the fucking man. You wake up and look in the mirror and go, I'm the, I'm, a, I'm the fucking man. I am the man. There's no one on this planet who can do shit I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. I don't give a fuck how good you are at piano. If I decide to play piano, I will be better than you at piano. And I believe that. I don't just say these things, I fucking believe them. And when you go through life believing you really, really are the man, there are very few downsides. The downsides are everyone's going to call you an arrogant, everyone's going to call you arrogant, everyone's going to call you a dickhead, everyone's going to say he has a big ego, you're going to lose a few loser friends, who cares? What you are going to gain is other people on the same path. You're going to gain other people who think, yeah, well, I'm the fucking man too, this guy's the man, let's make some money. That's what's going to happen. So the first thing you can do with your G mindset is you need to start believing you are the fucking man. Even if you're not the man yet, Even before I was world champion, I knew I was going to be the man. So I don't give a fuck. And I was happy to say that to anybody. When people called me arrogant and stupid and deluded, I'd just sit there and look at them and say, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to be the man. And this is how now, when my life's kind of come full circle, this is quite interesting. I'll tell you a very quick story. When I was 19, I think I had a sales job and I had to drive, uh, I had to drive down to a sales meeting to try and sell some advertising. I had a really old shitty car. No, I must have I must been older than 19. I was about 21. I had this old shit car and I'm driving. And as I'm driving my car and I couldn't afford to have it fixed, I had a bump in the front. The front was all fucking caved in. So I had to park it away from the sales meeting and walk to the sales meeting. So I'm driving this car. Anyway, pull up next to me at the lights. Red light, pull up next to me. In a fucking Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock, music blasting. Drop top Aston Martin with a Swedish number plate. Some fucking dude about 30 with a hot blonde next to him. And I remember looking at him thinking, who, who the fuck's this guy? Like, here I am with my broken car on my way to fucking do a shit job. I can't afford to fix my car. This guy is from fucking Sweden, and he's just driven to England, and he's got a Swedish plate, and he's got this hot bitch, and he's got music pumping, and he's on his way to have lunch. Like, where the fuck did my life go wrong? I want to be like that guy. And, and I think this. Every single time I live in Romania now, now I drive around Romania in my fucking Lamborghini or my Aston Martin or my Ferrari or my Bentley, whichever one I decide to drive, and they all have English number plates, and I always have a girl with me, and people look at me, and people are giving me the exact same look I gave that guy. People look at me like, who the fuck's this in guy from England who just drove here from England? I'm standing at the bus stop about to go to work, and this guy's got a quarter of a million dollar car and a hot bitch on his way to have lunch with a music Blair. And the reason I managed to, to, to go full circle is, those small events in my life, seeing someone else with more success than me, ingrained in my brain, and to a lot of people, it doesn't ingrain in their brain. I was walking to school. If I was walking to, to college with my friends, I used to have to walk. I went to a college on the other side of town. So I had to walk 4.6, 4. I think it was, fucking miles to college. It was a fucking nightmare. So I used to walk, walk, walk. Halfway, I'd meet some other people. That towards the end, there'd be a group of five or six of us along the way. And when I met, and one day, a Ferrari burnt past us. And everyone else was like, oh, mm, yeah, Ferrari. I'm like, and I remember saying to the group, I was only 18, I said, doesn't it annoy you that this guy has a fucking 300,000 pound car, and, and we'll probably never have one. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's only a car. I'm like, no, you don't understand. There is a life hack. There's something happening where people are living lives that other people don't get to live. There's something happening. There's something going on. I want to have a 300,000 pound car. I want it. And no one else wanted it. These little events didn't ingrain in their brain. A Ferrari driving past me bothered me, and it bothered me to my core to the point where I decided I would do anything it takes to have one. Whereas other people just saw it and carried on with their normal lives. This is the reason I have six or seven supercars and other people don't. Because these small events ingrained in my brain. So this is the second thing, G mindset. first thing you have to believe you're the fucking man, you can achieve anything. And when I say that, I don't want I'm going to say that again. You have to believe you're the fucking man and you have to believe you can achieve anything. I'm not saying you can achieve anything easily. I'm not saying it's not going to take a whole bunch of work. I'm not saying it's going to happen quickly, but you have to believe you can achieve anything. I'll tell you something now, I don't give a fuck if it's me an astronaut. I don't care about climbing Mount Everest. You give me enough time to train, I will get it done. And I know that for a fact because I know who I am as a man. That's the first thing. The second thing is, you need to be perspicacious. You need to understand that in this world, there's a whole bunch of people doing amazing shit that you are not doing. And that needs to piss you off because if it pisses you off. You become motivated all of a sudden. I was the only one who was pissed off when that and Martin was next to me and I had my sales job. I was the only one who was pissed off when I saw that Ferrari drive past. Other people were not annoyed by it, and they're not annoyed by it, they're not driven to beat it. You understand, they're not driven to be where that person was. You need to be annoyed and, I'm telling you, I'm telling you to be angry. Anger is a fantastic force. Like I said, the world tells you not to be arrogant, it tells you not to be angry. It's two things it tells you to do. Don't be arrogant, don't have an ego, and you know, you don't have anger. You're a fucking man, you're a full grown man. It's perfectly fine for you to be pissed off. It's perfectly fine for you to look around at your life, Look at the girl you're fucking, look at the house you live in, look at the car you drive and get pissed off and go, you know what, I want a hotter bitch, I want a fucking nicer house, I want a faster car. There's nothing wrong if you take that anger and you direct it in the correct direction. This is the reason I stopped fighting now. People go, why do you stop fighting? Because I fought and I went through hell to get everything I now have. I had nothing when I fought. I had nothing. And I wanted the life I now have. Now I wake up in one of my three mansions with one of my seven supercars and one of my 15 women. What do I need to fight for? Like, people have different motivations for different things. There's some fighters out there who fight for other reasons, you know? My motivation was I was pissed off at the world, and now I'm not as angry as I used to be, so I don't believe I'm as good a fighter as I used to be. Also, whoops some ass, but I'm not as good as I used to be. So that's why I decided to retire early. <coughs> but this is the second thing. So first thing, believe you're the man. Second thing, you need to get angry about your situation. You're watching it, and you're sitting there. Right now, you're watching it, and you look around you, and you don't own the home you're in. Get pissed off. If they're a Ferrari on your drive, get pissed off. If you don't have 10 Playboy Bunny level beauties, get pissed off. And then, well, what the fuck? You need to sit there and realize, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a few years of consciousness. And even less than that, I have a few short years as a young man. Because age will damage you. I mean, if you're a millionaire in your 60s, it's not nearly as good as being a millionaire at my age. I became a millionaire at 28. So you need to realize you've got a few short years as a young man. You're fucking wasting it. You need to sit there and go, fuck shit get angry because getting angry forced directed anger is an extremely powerful force these are the first two things you need to do for a g-mindset here's the third thing and this is a very very important thing because I try and explain this to people and they don't seem to understand it so I'm gonna make this very very blunt nobody absolutely nobody gives a fuck about you as much as you're gonna have to give a fuck about yourself nobody cares about you as much as they need to care to fix your life. Even your parents, even your friends, even all the people who think they care about you, they care about you. Yeah, sure. There may be two or three people on the planet who genuinely care about you, but nobody is going to come to your bed, drag you out of bed, fucking drag you to a job, force you to work hard, go and get you a hot bitch and go and buy you a Ferrari. Nobody is going to do that for you. You are never going to have any of the things you want if you do not get them yourself. Nobody cares about you enough to do it for you. This is absolutely true. The only person who gives a shit about your life truly is you. And if you don't give a shit, then you're fucked. But point two, get angry, you're going to start giving a shit very soon. And after you get angry, you need to realize that nobody is going to give you the things you want. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump is president or not. I'm a huge Trump fan, but it doesn't make a difference. No politician is going to make you rich. No one else is going to come along and say, I'm going to concentrate my effort on fixing your life nobody you have to understand you are out here alone absolutely alone and when you understand these three things you start to see how a mindset comes together nobody's going to save you you're fucked it's totally down to you you're pissed off with your current situation and you want to change it plus you believe you can do absolutely anything this is how i thought at 18 years old this is how i achieved so much in the short years this is how i went from a nobody to a world level athlete and a mountain millionaire also people confuse the two kickboxing is not boxing I made, across my entire career in kickboxing, maybe about 700,000. I I now have about eight or nine million. This was not made in kickboxing, this was made in other ventures. I have managed to be a world-level athlete and an extremely successful businessman at exactly the same time. Because at a very young age, when I had my prime resource of energy and power, at 18, 19 years old, I understood those three tenets. I believe I can do anything. I'm pissed off I don't have the life I want. And nobody else is gonna give it to me. These are three things you need to understand. If any one of these elements is missing, you'll never have the right mindset. The G mindset will never formulate if any one of these elements is missing. All three are absolutely essential. And the sooner you get your act together, the sooner you start to panic and worry and be concerned that you're 24, 25, you're not fucking rich yet. There's 24 and 25 year olds out there who got a contract for fucking NBA or their parents or they won the lottery, who knows what. There's 24 and 25-year-olds out there who are multimillionaires fucking the hot models. These Instagram girls with three million followers, they're getting dicked by someone and it ain't you. And that needs to piss you off. You need to get concerned, you need to get worried, you get, shit, I'm running out of time. You need to get some urgency in your life. Put these three things together is absolutely essential. This is the beginning of the G mindset. When you have these three things things totally done, I'll tell you what happens. Tell you what happened for me. So I became a sayer. So my brother said, so you've become a sayer. And what that means is I made a pact to him that my word was unbreakable, strength and honor. And that if I said something, I meant it. So I'd wake up in the morning. and I'd say to my brother, I'm doing a thousand press-ups today. Once I said it, once I spoke it, it's like, like a genie, it became true. If I said I was going to do a thousand press-ups, I'd do them. Because if I didn't do them, I'd feel guilty within myself that I was the kind of person who talks shit. Because G's don't talk shit. So, the three tenets we've already learned, and you've instilled these in your mind, you don't want to be the kind of person who talks shit. So if I woke up to my brothers, I'm doing a thousand press sets, or I'm running 20 miles today, I would do it, because if I didn't do it, I'd feel like a dickhead. Because when you instill these mindsets, when, you, when your mindset changes, you start to be extremely accountable for yourself. No one's coming to save you. You become extremely accountable, so when you realize that your word is one of the few things you have on this planet, if you say things, you're going to start sticking to them. So then it becomes very easy to train. You say, I'm going to train every day this week. I'm going to train for two hours a day. As soon as you've said it, it's basically done. If I say something, it's basically done. It's, it's set in stone. If I say something, I'm going to do it. There's no way I'm going to say, it. I'm going to make, say some words and speak them into existence in this, on this planet. And then I'm going to be the kind of pussy who quits because it's too hard. If I say I'm going to do 10,000 push-ups, I'm going to do it because I'm the kind of person who sticks to the words he says. And this is another thing you'd understand with the g mindset: to Be very, very specific with what you say. Because if you instill your mindset correctly and you start to just say things, just start saying things, then you hold yourself accountable, say things you don't even think you want to do. Wake up and go up to your friend or your mom or whoever and say, you know what, I'm going to do a thousand push-ups today. Say it to people. They're going to say, no, you're not. So watch me. And then you have a choice. You're either going to succeed like a G or you're going to be a little pussy and you're going to quit at 310 because it's hard. What kind of man are you? That's a decision you need to make. But if you're the kind of man I was, I'd say shit and I'd fucking stick to it. My brother said, you become a sayer. I used to train with my brother. He'd say, let's do 500. Say, let's do 2,000. He'd say, well, you said it now, so we have to do it. I was like, exactly. I said it now, so now we have to do it. There is no surrender. I, we have to do it. This is another facet of the G mindset. This is number four. You've got to start saying shit and your word has to be iron, unbreakable. This translates across everything in life. It's not just training. It translates across everything in life, even relationships. I say to my girlfriend, stop fucking with me or you're out the house. Men say that all the time in arguments, and then they continue to argue for two hours. They'll say that and then they'll argue. If I say that and she continues to talk shit, I start throwing her shit out the fucking door because I said it. And if I say something, I mean it. If I look a man in his eyes, I'm gonna whoop your ass. Shut up. And he continues to talk. I have to kick his ass. I'm careful with what I say. If I tell him to shut up and he doesn't shut up, that's a different thing. If I say shut up or I'm going to whoop your ass and he continues to talk, I will fuck him up. Because I'm the kind of person, if I say something, I mean what I say. I'm specific with my language and I mean every word I speak. This is another tab. This is number four. You have to start meaning every word you speak. You say to someone, I'm going to get rich. You better fucking do it. Otherwise you're a liar. You're a liar and you're a little bitch. You say I'm going to put some muscle on, you better fucking do it. You say I'm going to lift this weight, you better fucking do it. You say I'm going to go get this girl, you better go get her. You got to be the kind of person who says things and means them. You promise a guy you're going to whoop his ass, you better whoop his ass. Don't be a person. 99% of the people out here talk shit. They say things they half mean or things they don't mean. If I say something, I fucking mean it. And this is number four. This is the fourth element. You've heard the first three. This is number four everything you say you must mean, and once you implement that correctly then you get the ability to motivate yourself to no end you get unlimited motivation because all you have to do is find the energy to say it you find the energy to say it then you have to do it it's literally that easy i'd wake up in the morning and say tristan we're running 20 miles today you'd say "Oh, for fuck's sake it's nearly a marathon i'm like yep let's go because it takes all fucking day i said it and if i say something it has to happen this is the fourth tenet and one of the most important ones because that is the power to unlimited motivation. And that's the power to be taken seriously across all spheres of your life. Be specific with your language. I was in a restaurant the other day, some guy was arguing with his girlfriend. They were talking shit, and he's like, you better be quiet, better be quiet. He kept saying you better be, but there was no threat at the end of it. I didn't really like that. Like, if you're gonna make a threat, make a fucking threat, idiot. But my point is, he's trying to make a threat, but he has no threat at the end because it's empty and the bitch is ignoring him. All these things translate across your entire sphere. Or if you say to a girl or a guy, you better be quiet or else, and then you don't follow through. They're going to remember that shit. Even on a subconscious level, they're going to remember that shit. Your word's going to be devalued. My word has value. Literally, I can go into, let's say the Ferrari dealership, I can say, I'll pay you tomorrow. Shake his hand. He'll give me the car. He knows me. I can go and get my car fixed and say, I'll be back on Monday. I got something to sort out. He'll shake my hand. I don't lie. If I say I'll be back on Monday and I don't have money on Monday, I'll rub a bank to make sure I have money on Monday, because I fucking said I'd be there to pay. It's the kind of person you need to be. So these are the first four elements of the G Mindset. these sound like simple things, but to implement them correctly, truly and correctly in your mind will change your entire view of the world. You'll start to look at everything completely differently. When you implement these four things correctly, when you say, if I say something, I'm going to do it, my word is iron-willed. And you say that nobody's ever coming to save me ever. And you say that I'm pissed off I don't have the life I want to have. And you couple that with I believe I can do anything. If you truly believe all of these four things, it's going to change your entire view of this planet. I'll wrap up quickly with probably my most famous tweet when I had Cobra tape. They, they verified me and everything and I spoke too much truth, so I had to go. When my former my most famous tweet was when I said depression wasn't real. And I had A-list celebrities. I had the girl from Game of Thrones. I had fucking literally A-list guys. Was, who's that dude from No Country for old, for old Men? And he was a bad guy in Bond as well. I actually quite liked him as an actor until he came for me. I was having arguments with all these people. And everyone's telling me how, how dangerous my mind is. What is dangerous about believing that you control your own mind? Because if you implement the four things I've just told you, depression becomes, a, becomes garbage. Depression is not a thing anymore. Feeling depressed is real. You can be depressed with your situation. I just told you, number two, get depressed. That's fine. But believing you can fix it yourself is the important key. Sitting there believing that depression is some monster from the sky that strikes your brain and now you have no control over it and you must take pills every day is the absolute enemy to a G mindset. I don't give a fuck how depressing my situation. The only person who can change it is me. The only person who can change how I feel about my situation or try and affect the situation directly is me. Even if you put me in a situation I can't change, if you put me in jail and I'm depressed because I'm in jail, I still refuse to succumb to depression. I refuse to collapse mentally and give up. I will know the only person who can control my mind is me. Nobody's coming to save me. No doctor with a pill is coming to save me. Depression isn't real. Depression is a state of mind designed to motivate you to find a life that doesn't depress you any further. That's all it is. Now you have to decide, are you man enough to go and get it done? Or are you going to sit around and cry? And depression, the reason I talk about depression a lot is because depression in the Western world is to cure all. It's to cure all excuse. This is what people are using. My life's shit because I'm depressed. No, you're depressed because your life is shit. It's the other way around and you're refusing to acknowledge that and you want to sit there and live a shit life and pretend that some disease has struck you. And the reason you know that's bullshit, anyone out there who's depressed, I'll tell you something, you're not depressed, you're a coward. And the reason you're a coward is as follows. You desperately try to defend this crippling ailment you have. When I tell you depression isn't real, you message me pages and pages Desperate to convince me I'm wrong that depression is a real thing and that your life is terrible and this ailment has destroyed your life because you're desperate to defend your excuse If depression was really terrible, you wouldn't want to defend it if depression was really so bad and I'm telling you it's not real and I know how to fix you and if you implement a mindset like mine You become immune to depression if depression was so terrible You'd listen to me and think I need to try what this guy does I need to do if, if he's immune to depression It's impossible to depress him. I need to be like this man But instead, no, you don't want to do that. You want to call me names and sit and defend this ailment because you know it's garbage. It's your excuse. It's your blanket. It's your shield. It's your excuse you get to pull out every time you look at your failure of a life. And that's why depression is absolutely...